everybody. I am Alex Duffy, your host, and this is Hive 33's podcast. This is episode eight. We're in episode eight already, and we try to push out at least one episode a week. So that means we've been doing this about eight weeks now, and sometimes we'll throw in a surprise episode, so you might get two in a week. But this week is something very personal that I would like to discuss, and that is habits. It's something that is literally in the title of my business. My business is called Hive 33. That is an acronym. Hive stands for Habits, Instruction, Vision, and Employment. One of the key things that I have found through my career and the success that I have found is the right habits that need to be taken into consideration to reach a goal. You're going to see a lot of videos, you're going to see a lot of podcasts, a lot of people talking and sharing information regarding on what you should do to make money. And those are great in their own way, but what they might not be discussing is the actual personal habits these folks have to achieve those things. You can follow each step in a book that you bought to make more money, but at the end of the day, if you do not have the personal characteristics developed to perform the right habits necessary to reach these goals, that book might not be cutting it. Also, the videos that you're watching might not be cutting it. You need to have the right habits. One of the habits among many that I suggest people take into consideration is minimalism. Now, minimalism, you're hearing this a lot and it is a hot topic right now. And it's something that is really kind of elusive. It's not, it's not black and white. It's very gray. Minimalism to me and my definition of what minimalism is is cutting the fat out of your life or your business. So cutting the fat means to me getting rid of the things that do not serve you. And that could be material items. That could also be a job. That could be people. Do they serve you? Are they making you happy? No. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. Sell those material items. Get rid of those people in your life. Odds are, if they're not serving you anything good, they're not good for you, right? So what minimalism does, when you actually walk down the path to be a minimalist, and it takes baby steps, I'm still on the path, right? I'm still on the edge of minimalism. I'm getting there. I'm almost there. I'm there. I can see it in the horizon, and I'm working on it, and it's been very fulfilling. But when you're on that path, it asks something of you. And what it asks of you is to be honest with yourself. And this is not a frou-frou woo-woo podcast. This is not one of those episodes. I'm not telling you to write a vision board or anything like that. What I am saying is minimalism is brutally honest. And that's why I like it. It asks of you to be honest with yourself. Does this serve me? Does it provide something for me that is good? If it doesn't, you now realizing, assessing these things that you have in your life, it doesn't serve me. Now I have to do something about it. It makes you do something about it. That's what I like about minimalism. And that's why I consider myself a minimalist because it avoids denial. And denial is a cancer that is pervading our country drastically. Denial is something that is so hideous. 
in our lives and we sometimes we don't even have an a conception of how deep of a denial we're in or how deep the hole of denial we're in until we are faced with the consequence of answering that question does it serve me no well what are you going to do about it what are you going to do about it are you going to continue making excuses and ignore your current reality many of us do and i can tell you that's not the healthy way to go about it i i saw a <laughs> denial at its best growing up i saw denial at its best i i still see denial and denial is the refusal to accept your current reality and the refusal to do anything about it I, i've said this before and I don't, maybe you haven't listened to the all the podcasts yet i've said this before and i'll say it again you're not trapped but you do have to make sacrifices to get out of the situation you're in the habit of minimalism is you're facing your current reality you are no longer allowed to live a life of denial you're going to live with less which means you're going to compare less you're going to feel more free you're going to have less responsibility over the expanse of material items you have because you're going to have less material items and you're going to be responsible for your life in every aspect of it because it asks of you to cut out what does not serve you and that is a responsibility and that's a sacrifice and like many great habits and when you reach a certain point of success a lot of people are asked well what did you do to get there what people say is that they made the sacrifices necessary to get there these sacrifices are varying it depends on the current circumstances of your life but at the end of the day it's necessary and one of the ways that i have found success time and time and time again is through the art of minimalism is through the process of cutting the fat out of my life first there's the question is the question should be are you happy are you if you're not why and what aren't you happy with and how do we solve this well let's start about let's start cutting out the fat out of your life let's start cutting out the things that don't matter and at that point in time when you have begun to cut out the things that do not matter you can clear a path for yourself that's more clear that's more direct and that that actually reflects the goals you're looking for in your life denial most of us have some experience with it in some form or another for instance me i have experience with denial on a multitude of levels and one of the first experiences that i've had with denial is seeing my parents growing up one of the things that you see when you have a very um dysfunctional family life especially if it's a domestically abusive family life what you see is this level of denial happening uh one one of which is you know obviously the perpetrator the domestic abuser a level of denial of the perpetration of their abuse and then the abuse themselves often portray a level of denial and their denial is cr insane uh, i mean 
to see someone be talked to in this way, to see someone get pushed around, to see someone get lied to and berated, and them just take it and act like it didn't happen. That, seeing that grow growing up, it, t- it took a toll and it taught me a huge lesson of why denial is so poisonous. It took 17 years for my parents to get divorced. And it was very, it was very awful. It was a horrible marriage. Um, but in those 17 years, you know, every moment was a moment of denial. Up until the divorce was actually gone through. Um, up, up until the divorce was actually recognized. And it took 17 years for that to happen. What I don't want for my clients and what I don't want for the world... <laughs> And it was a big statement. It's a big statement to say. But what I do not want for people, anybody, is to live a denial because that's 17 years of your life that you're not getting back. That Those are years of your life that you're not being honest with yourself, that you're not truly happy, um, and that you're avoiding basically your own happiness because you are continuing to dig that hole of denial Every day, as you avoid your problems, as the material items in your life pile up, as all the things that you are in denial of pile up around you until the point you're in this deep, dark hole of denial and depression. And you might, you know, say, if you come to my company and you don't know why you're unhappy, you can't quite articulate it, I'm going to ask you these hard questions. I'm going to ask you what you're doing with your life. I'm, I'm, we're going to be honest with each other. Uh, I'm honest with myself and I'm honest with my clients. And one of the steps that I recommend for habits that could help you eventually make more money and save more money is the habit of minimalism. And I know we made a big full circle there. Minimal- minimalism to me is a method to avoid denial. It's a method to heal yourself from denial. It's a method to face yourself, to face reality, to face the truth. And that is what minimal minimalism is to me. It allows us to live a more conscientious life in every form of the term. I mean, it's sustainable. Obviously, minimalism is sustainable environmentally, but it's sustainable monetarily. So it helps you make more money. It helps you save more money. It helps you invest in other markets that maybe you weren't able to invest in before. And it also clears a path for you to be to have more clarity in your career and what you really want to do with it. Because at the end of the day, what is success? Um, in the United States, success can be considered something uh, extremely different than maybe, let's say, Australia. Here, success is, to me, financial independence. Financial independence is success. Not having to worry about my retirement is success. Um, And that is what minimalism is to me. And that's what I am trying to preach here when it comes to minimalism and what services we offer. We offer right now a, um, it's a minimalism master training program. And it's just to help you take the baby steps into this path because it's more than just getting rid of your shit. It's more than just getting rid of the extra stuff that you have in your kitchen. That's a start. It's a huge start, but it's a lot more than that. It's about getting rid of toxic relationships. It's about getting out of toxic jobs. <laughs> it's about actually making money that matters. It's about living life more responsibly 
and more sustainably. And something that is relieving about this process is that when you have less assets like that, when you have less shit, really, collecting around you, whether it's people or things, when you have less of it, it feels so good. It feels so relieving to rid yourself of things you do not need. It's unbelievable. And I've been doing this for years, by the way. I've been doing this for years. And I I often say to people, uh, I'm a minimalist on the edge. And what I mean by that is I'm a minimalist on the edge, literally, because I am not, um, I, I do not want to live in a tinier home than the one that I'm living in. I'm actually currently living in a tiny home at the moment. I'm living in an RV, a recreational vehicle that can be moved. It's a fifth wheel RV. And that's big news for folks. If anybody's listening, a lot of you don't know this. And this is big news. So the news is I live in an RV and I have lived in an RV for about um, six months now. And I have to say, I fucking love it. I love it. I love minimalism. I love being responsible for less things. We have 40 feet of responsibility here. That's how long this RV is. And 40 feet of responsibility feels really damn good. It feels really good. And when I say we, I mean my husband. So we we do a lot. We work out of this RV. We live in this RV. We cook in this RV. There's two kitchens in this thing. There's a bedroom, a bathroom, a living room. And one day I'm going to show you guys around. But I want to articulate that we made this move. We got rid of a lot of things that we owned and we downsized to a 40 foot home and a home that could be moved at any point, which I like the freedom of that. And it has really helped us in our happiness and our bonding. It's really one of the best decisions we've ever made in the sense of our relationship and also financially. So financially, we are making more money than we were before because we're saving more money than we were before. To have an RV, it's remarkable. It's just remarkably cheaper. In this current uh, real estate market, as many of us know, especially in the United States. As many of us know, the real estate market is out of this world, which means that it is hard for people in my age group to buy property because they don't have potentially the monetary means to do so. A lot of the property that's being sold right now is being sold above the asking price, which means that if you are a veteran and you're using a VA loan, that's money that's coming out of your pocket. If it's not, if it is appraised at a certain number and the owner is asking for a number that's above the appraisal or your competition is offering money that's above the appraisal, you're never going to get a house. You're never going to get a house in that market. It's very hard. Um, and it took years for me to understand that. It took years for me to understand that all this money that I've been putting in rent over the years, where is it going? And I ask you to do the same thing if you're a renter. If you're renting right now, I really want you to do this thing. It's going to be a little alarming. It's going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> but I want you to really understand how much money you're putting into rent. Um, from the point you started renting to now, try to add that up. Try to add that up. All that money that went to somebody else that did not go to you. Add all that up. 
and tell me what you get because it is alarming and it's something that I did for myself. How much money did I spend from the time I was 17 to 28 years old? How much money did I spend over the years on rent? That And by the way, this was rent that was going to somebody else's pocket, not mine. And that could have been money that went into my pocket. Therefore, this calculation led me to a point where I needed to do something about my life. It led me to a point where I need to make some decisions. It's either that I buy property or I buy something that I am paying myself to live in that is helping me and my assets and my financial capability that's not helping somebody else's. And um, that's why we bought an RV. So we bought an RV and it has been a blessing really ever since. It's it is a remarkably competitive housing market right now. We are looking potentially into buying property in the near future, but right now we're just coasting. We're taking this RV around. We are parking in certain areas that we like in Florida and we're having a good time. It is. It has been a very great financial decision for us. Uh, and I really recommend people my age group or even um, generations older than me, if you're, if you're having some dissatisfaction with your finances and you are disgusted with the housing market and you want to downsize, buy an RV. It is a great way to live a minimalistic life. It makes you think about everything that you put on this RV. It gives you a second thought of, hey, do I really need this? And it helps your process of, again, creating more clarity in your life and a clearer path for a better career and more monetary value in your life. If you have any questions about that, please feel free to leave a comment, share. Uh, don't forget to like this video or subscribe to the channel. We're going to be putting in a lot more videos and I want to show you guys this RV, but I want to see, first of all, if this even matters to you before I go around videoing my RV. So let me know if you want to see it. I'm going to eventually videotape it depending on your reaction. And I appreciate your time today. If you have any questions about minimalism, if you have any questions about denial and you're maybe you're fed up with denial, congratulations. I'm happy for you. Please reach out to us. We will assist you further in making sure that you take the path to minimalism with baby steps and with somebody who knows what they're doing. And we can help you along the way to get you to a place that's brighter and happier and more valuable to your life. Bye.